Welcome to the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. My name is Rita Perez. Hello. I've been a travel advisor for over 10 years and am navigating this winding road of entrepreneurship with you. I created this podcast because I wanted to share all the things I've learned from leaders both in and out of our industry that I really wish I would have known way back then. But alas, the important thing is I'm aware of them now and I want you to be too. Ready for this week's show? Let's jump in. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast today. I am your host, Rita Perez, and I have an amazing guest. And today we're gonna be talking about how introverts can be more successful at networking. So introverts approach networking in a unique and special way. Our speaker knows this because she's been here, done that, and has even hid in the bathroom. She knows what it feels like to be on the outside looking in. Through her 20 plus years of experience working both sides of the table, she has learned to feel comfortable networking. She's seen what works and a few things that don't. She helps sensitive introverted professionals learn to communicate with intention and connect with confidence. Join me in welcoming Lisa Platt, Chief Connections Officer, Business Networking Made Simple, and the West Valley Women Networking Association. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Rita. Good morning. It's so nice to see you today. And thank you so much for the invitation to join you to talk about networking. There's something I, I like to call net funning. Oh, that's a good one. You know, that's what I've been having with these little networking sessions, net funning. Yeah. I know I'm in, we're both introverts. Um, And I know people have a basic understanding of what being an introvert it is, but can you um, just give us a little basics of the difference between being an introvert and being an extrovert? I'm sure. So one of the key differences is, is how somebody manages their energy. Somebody who is extroverted, say they're giving a talk or they've attended a series of meetings at the end of the day, they're excited, they're pumped up. They want to high five and go out to happy hour with their friends. Mm -hmm. Somebody who's introverted has that same wonderful experience in with all the meetings, but at the end of the day, They just want to go home or back to their hotel room and experience peace and quiet. They need that downtime to manage their energy. And they may or may not then want to go join their friends out for the evening. But the key difference is how one manages their energy. Okay. Yep. That, that sounds like me because I love being out, but that feeling when you get home and you're on the couch, just relaxing is wonderful. (laughs) Um, So for a lot of people who are nervous about networking, something that I have found that is so important that I, I like held myself back from was networking for so long in my business just because I thought one, that networking was a little bit sleazy and everybody was like, hey, by this post-it note, by this post-it note. And I was just really nervous about putting myself out there as well. So what kind of mindset shifts can help introverts get out there and kind of overcome their fear of networking? That's a great question, Rita. And first, what I wanna share is how one frames networking Mm 
And networking is simply building relationships with others. It is relationship building. It's not a competition for best comedian. It's not a competition for best speaker. It's simply getting to know someone. And it's kind of that initial contact. Mm-hmm. So first, you know, people need to keep that in mind. It's that initial contact. And I think a biggest mindset shift, it's not something that's icky and uh, 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 and scary and overwhelming, but it feels that way, mm-hmm. is to one, think of it as net funding. Just yeah. look at the word networking. People think net work, put in W-O-R-K, capital letters, bold, ing. So what if it said net funding? And if somebody just wanted to approach going to an event that I'm going to have fun. Mm-hmm. And one of the easiest examples I like to help my clients with is to picture if you went to a party at your best friend's home and met somebody new and you both were in the kitchen, you know, getting a beverage or an appetizer, uh-huh. how would you interact with that person? Would you say, hi, my name is Lisa. I sell pink widgets to people with purple polka dots. And I promise I'll quit shaking your hand if you once you place an order for three <laughs> widgets from me. Chances are that's not how you're going to interact with that person. Correct. And maybe the next common ground question is, how do you know our host? I used to work with her. How do you know our host? Oh, we currently work together or we're neighbors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just a real easy peasy way of just starting a conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's how you start the conversations and you build out the relationships. Yeah, that, that I think was a big revelation to my own personal networking that it's not about sales. It is about building relationships with other people. And I actually enjoyed that part more than actually being like, Hey, I'm a travel advisor and I specialize in cruise ship retreats. I like getting to know other people's businesses and what they do. Um, and I also like the, like, I almost feed off the energy of like, okay, I know this person, like who can I find or what opportunity can I find to assist them in their business? Right. And you are able to do that when you can be authentic and genuinely get to know somebody, mm-hmm. you, know, totally, it, yeah. you know, and I think the challenge is that over the years, people define networking as having the best elevator pitch. Mm-hmm that if you were stuck in an elevator, how would you introduce yourself? And I don't know about you, but I do have friends who've been stuck in an elevator. And I can promise you their concern was not, hello, my name is, and I do this. Mm -hmm. I received the phone call. It was, get me out of here. (laughs) I can see that. Yeah, Yeah, so... It's like the old car salesman. And I mean, car dealerships still do it today where it's kind of like hounding and hounding, but that's not really the sales or networking world anymore. I feel like if you are like that, a good example is on LinkedIn. When you add a connection on LinkedIn and then they immediately get to your inbox and they're like, hey, I'm a realtor and I specialize in five figure home or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, I, I just met you. <laughs> How do you, you know, know I, I want a home? <laughs> you 
you know, I get those too. And I'm to the point now where I say yes to these connections only because I'm positive that's what's going to happen. Uh-huh. I just have this feeling and it's, and I'm correct. Okay. And because, and maybe if you do that with thousands of people, mm-hmm. maybe you probably do get some yeses, but I'm like, delete, delete, delete. Yeah. You know, I'll reach out to you if I'm interested. And the thing is, people buy from people they like, know, and trust. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to anything financial, everybody that I know who wants to change, like insurance or banking or anything in financial area mm-hmm. that's personal, does so with someone who's either highly referred to them or somebody they've gotten to know who they like and trust. Okay. I mean, I mean, I know that the times that I've switched insurance agents, mm-hmm. it's honestly started with a conversation in the hallway, honestly, either walking in or walking out of an event. Oh. And it's because it was time to either get a review or there was a problem and mm-hmm. I didn't like how somebody, it got solved, but yeah. I felt somebody could have put a little more personality into solving the problem. Yeah. A little bit more follow-up. And so it's, for me, that's why that doesn't work, but that's my personality. And I think that's one of my sensitivities is that I don't want to be sold to. Mm-hmm. And networking is not selling. It's, the beginning of that relationship building is the beginning of one's marketing process. Correct. Yeah. I was going to say, and just frame it as net funding. The strategic travel entrepreneur is brought to you by mailbox power, harness the power to attract and nurture your clients through something many entrepreneurs have forgotten about the mailbox. Create beautiful custom campaigns and automate annual mailings for birthdays and holidays. And with a pro account, get access to mailboxes not currently on your mailing list that are just waiting for the travel service you offer. Visit my Mailbox Power affiliate link in the show notes to get started today and support this podcast. That it can be fun. That I, I love that. I think I'm going to use that word. Now we're going to do net funding. (laughs) Exactly. So what methods can help an introvert prepare for networking? Um, The key word there is prepare because the more prepared someone sensitive or introverted is the more comfortable they'll feel. Mm -hmm. So if somebody doesn't feel prepared that fear will just sneak in and they won't show up but the two key things that I'm going to recommend today are secrets two and three out of the five secrets to successful networking okay secret two is know your purpose which is understanding why are you there Mm -hmm. why are you showing up on this zoom call what do you want to accomplish and whatever that answer is just make sure it's you're clear and it's very meaningful to you because people's whys are all different things. Mm -hmm. And what goes along with that is having clear and specific goals, which is secret number three. And that is 
kind of what do you want to accomplish? And the difference is I might go to a chamber Zoom and my purpose is to meet new people. And my goal is to meet two new people. Okay. Or I might attend a Zoom that's put on by the chamber, but it's more educational because I want to learn from the speaker. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's about community, maybe it's about business, maybe it's because I'm looking for a speaker in some area of my life. Mm-hmm. And this might person, if it's a good presentation, might work for something I help facilitate at another organization. You know, so that could be my purpose. Mm-hmm. And then goal is to become educated. Yeah. And yeah. so there's a fine line between the two of those. And I think the more clear and specific as somebody understands their why, then it's easy to achieve that through the intention or the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause last year, my, hmm. Last year, I wanted to get out into the community. So I'm not sure which one would would be diff, what the difference is between my, my why and my goal. I wanted to get, I guess my why was to get in front of people that I didn't normally know on, on a more personal level. Um, I went to one networking event and my goal of that event, because it was about speaking and using speaking, how you can increase business was to learn more about that. But what I got from the speaker throughout the rest of the year, I could have never imagined. And and kind of my point of that story is that you just don't know what kind of results you're going to get net funding until like you put yourself out there and actually do it. Right. And everyone, yeah. And everyone has a different experience, you mm-hmm. know, and I just think in terms of being prepared. And then also, if you're attending a network, networking event where they go around and introduce yourselves, think about what you're going to say prior to the thing if it doesn't come naturally to you. Mm-hmm. And usually places have about 30 seconds. And one of the things I think Zoom is beneficial for introverts is that a well-moderated facilitated meeting is everyone has the same amount of time and the playing field is equal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just have one more little tip about that, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so if you're attending, and this is about being prepared, if you have this down to a science and have something real creative that you say, by all means, do it. But if you would rather just turn off your video and unplug and go hide under your bed, but it's your turn to speak and you know that you should actually show up and say, hello, my name is, and Mm -hmm. I do this. Just start by saying your name, company name, that takes about three seconds each and finish with your name and company name. That takes about three seconds each. So that gives you 24 seconds for the middle or your content. And just share what's new and exciting about your business. Share your company's mission or purpose, if you're attending something for the first time, if you have an upcoming event, a new podcast, whatever's new and exciting in your world, just say, come join me at this, look for this on LinkedIn or wherever in social media, on my website, just share one or two tidbits, and then your time is up and just close with your name and company name. And that's another way how 
will help someone feel prepared for the meetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that tip of the six seconds is kind of like your intro and your outro with your name and company. And then you have 24 seconds in between that, Mm -hmm. that I think is very tangible information that people can walk away from. Um, what are some low risk ways for, uh, introverts to start networking and start putting themselves out there? That's also a really great question. And it's a little harder in pandemic life. Mm -hmm. But one of the biggest things that works either way, whether when we go back to in person events, or even on a zoom, if you're attending for the first time, is ask to be introduced. Mm -hmm. And one of the chambers that I am a member of when they have somebody attending for the first time and their potential member they welcome that person, they welcome the new members, and that might be their first time. Mm -hmm. Also, say you invite a friend to a Zoom, or your friend invites you to the Zoom, use the chat as the same as exchanging business cards, Mm -hmm. use the chat to mirror that experience. Mm -hmm. And what you can simply do is say, I invite you to something. And I'm gonna say, hey, Rita, thanks for joining me today. It's great to have you be here and just put it in the chat. Uh And that just kind of helps somebody feel more welcome Mm -hmm. because if it were in person, you could let the facilitator know that, you know, I'm new and I really don't know anyone and they can arrange to have take somebody take you around the room and introduce you. You can't exactly do that on zoom. Yeah. But you can do a quick, Hey, it's my friend. So Susie is here. It's so nice to have you join us that you can do, or somebody can do Mm -hmm. to just open the door a little bit. So I think that's one thing. And the other thing is, is to just be prepared and understand that one of the great benefits of zoom is it equalizes the playing field. Mm-hmm. You know, and I recently listened to an interview and it was about the future of the workplace and the COO of Zoom was interviewed oh. and she and she shared that at the beginning of pandemic, they had to switch all their operations to all virtual mm-hmm. versus mostly in person and a little bit hybrid. Mm-hmm. And one of their executives shared how much he or she appreciated everyone being there on zoom because it equalized the playing field that everyone got to see everyone and everyone had the same amount of time to speak. Mm -hmm. That, yeah. Yeah. And I, cause it's, I feel like for the extrovert, it kind of stifles maybe their energy a little bit, which kind of helps bring the introverts a, a little bit more out there. So yeah, I I can see that it would level off the playing field doing more things on Zoom now. It does. And then another tip is say, it's your turn to speak. You obviously wanna have your microphone on and your video on, but you don't necessarily, you want your microphone on mute when you're not speaking. That's Mm -hmm. number one. That's Zoom rule, I think number one. But number two is it's okay if you turn your video off for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, because- 
then no one's going to question if you have your video off for a short amount of time. Yeah, to take but, a little break. Yeah, so if you need that little privacy to just manage your energy, pet your cat, pet your dog, stand up and stretch, you can do that. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for all your amazing tips. I will go ahead, put all your information in the show notes. So if anybody needs to get in touch with you, and if you want more help uh, taking out your net funding with your introvertism, please go ahead, reach out to Lisa. Everything will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. And Lisa, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for joining me on the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. Please subscribe and leave the show a rating on your favorite podcast platform. Oh, and don't forget to take a look at the show notes for important information and links. See you next week.